0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy Jamar, and I'm here with yet another episode. And this week's episode is going to be a story time. Uh, I've been through a lot of shit recently, or in my life, in my past life, and I'm just, like, tired of looking like the bad guy. So I'm going to title this podcast episode The Bad Guy, with quotation marks, because I'm not the bad guy, but it to other people, They tend to try to make me look bad so they can look good when they're really the devil. If that makes sense. But yeah, today I'm going to do a little story time uh, about long distance relationships. Me moving to Vegas and relationships relationships in general. First and foremost, a little update. I'm starting 6 to 2, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. this week. And I'm so excited. Everybody who know me knows I was working evenings for the last few months. And I'm not an evening person. I'm a morning person. I'd rather go in at 6 a.m., get off at 2 a.m., and enjoy my whole day. So that's a blessing. That's a plus. Uh, I feel like my life would get better with that schedule. Uh, yeah, I'm just ready to go to work, do all I got to do, take my ass home, and still have the whole day to enjoy and do things I want to do. Instead of getting off at ten, eleven o'clock at night to go to sleep and get back up and do it again. And plus I feel like this will work good with my school my school schedule. Uh I start another class February 21st. And so on Tuesdays and Thursdays from five to nine. And me working two to ten it wasn't working with my schedule. So I'm like, you know what? I'm happy I won this schedule. Six to two when I got out of school. I mean when I got to work. I can take my little nap, get up, get ready for class, and ace it, you know? So God is good. They say God's timing the best timing. I've been trying to get the schedule for a while now. And hearing that I start school in a few weeks. And then also hearing that I won the schedule that I wanted. It's like God works in mysterious ways. It was either I was gonna have to leave the job or possibly not be able to take the class because of my uh schedule clashing. Uh, yeah. So that's a little update. Uh, also recently I've been thinking about opening a hookah lounge. I don't know what brought that to my attention. I was watching Baggers Claire recently and a girl on there, she, she always talked about opening a, a hookah lounge. And I'm like, you know, that's a, that's a major flex. Like that'd be a nice little business. You know, I could start with family, hire family, and I could expand it to like friends and, you know, things like that. That's a good idea. So I was thinking about what well, I'm thinking about currently, maybe in the, next 5 years to be realistic i want to open up a hookah lounge with like you know hookah of course uh finger foods like uh boneless wings chicken wings french fries things like that and also with a bar just like a cool chill spot black owned business and i'm really thinking about it i got to really do my research and look into it also my dog y'all she's been getting on my nerves i love her to death But it's like nothing's, it's like one week she does good, the next week she does bad. And it's like no in-between. So I'm still working on, you know, training her and getting her, you know, together because she's everywhere right now. And I just can't deal. I see myself getting more irritated with her. And it's like, it's not her fault. She's a puppy. But I just don't have patience. And I think because of the recent situations I've been going through lately. I just haven't had patience to actually be around my dog, you know, entertain her, things like that. And I feel like a bad person. But, you know, it's life. We all have our days. We all have our moments. And I know I'm going to make it up to her. I got to let go of my, you know, emotional shit and just get it together, snap out of it. Because I don't like being in my feelings a lot, you know. And it's not, I'm not in my feelings because I'm sad. I'm in my feelings because I'm upset about some shit, you know? Like, first and foremost, if you don't fuck with me, don't ask another, don't ask another individual about me. I find that weird. Like, I don't like you. You don't like me. Don't ask about me. Don't ask how me and another person are. Don't ask how we're doing. Don't do none of that. I don't fuck with you and you don't fuck with me. It's fake. And then the person you're asking is probably lying to you saying, I'm doing this, I'm doing that. way. In, rea- in reality, that person is doing that. And it, p- it pisses me off because I'm always looked at in a bad light when I'm not a fucking bad person. I've always been happy, positive, live, living life, all that shit. When I got in these last two relationships, they fucking changed me in a bad way mentally, physically, emotionally. Like, I'm not myself, bro. It, they changed the way I, I, I react to things. Like, I felt I find myself more angry at situations because of what they put me through. And it's like, if they can put me through that shit, anybody can put me through that. And that's why I don't trust nobody. I look out for everybody. I, I can look out for family, friends, situationships. I look out for everybody because... I don't know. Anybody can play me. Anybody can switch up any moment. So stop talking shit. Stop asking how Jamar is doing. Jamar is doing good. Jamar is not worried about you or anybody you fuck with. Stop asking about me. Leave me alone. Keep my name out your mouth. Stop asking how me and another person is doing. Stay out of my business. Stay out of my life. I don't fuck with you. You don't fuck with me. You don't ask about how I'm doing. It's fake. That's fake shit. That's weird shit. Don't ask about me if you don't like me. Because the person you're asking about me is going to just make up shit and be like, oh yeah, Jamar, he's this, he's that. When in reality, that nigga that you're asking is doing that shit to me. It's manipulation. And of course, y'all BFFs or friends or whatever. You guys are going to have each other's back and you guys are going to look at Jamar in a bad light when Jamar's motherfucking innocent one. Now with this podcast, I'm not going to state any names because I'm not giving a no nigga any clout on my podcast, or any clout in my life. like You don't deserve that shit. You don't deserve my attention. You don't deserve any of that shit, if that makes sense. But I'm like really fed up with certain individuals in my life, people that I thought I was cool with, people I thought I was close with, people that I had bonds with and shit like that. They switch up on me and make me like I'm the one causing shit or doing shit to them when I'm really not. I'm the motherfucking innocent one. It's fucking weird, bro. And then, of course, when you you bring your family into it, it's going to be fake. Everybody's going to say they're neutral, but in reality, they're going to have their fucking son back. They're going to have their fucking daughter back. If I'm in a friendship with somebody and I did something to somebody's daughter, of course, the mom and the dad are going to look at me differently because it's like, what you do to my daughter? You're going to say you fuck with me and that it's neutral, but in reality, you're going to have their back. So I don't want to hear that neutral shit. My family is neutral. My mom is neutral. My brothers and sisters are neutral. My aunties are neutral. My uncle is neutral. My grandma is neutral. My friends are neutral. Because in reality, we all are good people. They're not going to kiss your ass, and they're not going to kiss my ass, and they're not going to sugarcoat anything to make you feel better or myself. They don't care about that. I don't care about that. And I, I feel like this, that's why this certain individual is not changing because this certain individual is getting an ass kiss on the on ass for being a bad person. And of course, when they do something, the family's going to believe it. The friends going to believe it. They're going to just hug hug this person and, you know, oh, everything's going to be okay. You know, Jamar is this, Jamar is that. Put shit in this person's head when this person is actually doing the shit to me. Make that shit make sense. It don't make sense. And that's why I'm tired of this shit. Like, I'm, I'm dating people. I'm being friends with people. I'm being cool with people. They don't even give a fuck about how I feel. It's always about how they fucking feel. And I even expressed this shit to them a few days ago. I tell my friends and anybody else how I feel because it's like, why wouldn't I? It's always about, oh, why Jamar not texting me back or why he's being distant, why he's being that. Think about what you're doing to me, why I'm reacting the way I'm reacting. I don't just wake up and be like, oh, I'm going to be mean to this person. No, you did something for me to be mean to you. In reality, I'm not being mean to you. I'm not a fucking mean person. I might be quiet and distant, but it's because my misery don't like company. They say misery like company. When I'm upset or angry, I keep that shit to myself and I tend to distance myself because I don't want to put anybody in any situation like that. So if you're miserable and upset, stay the fuck away from me like I'm doing to you. And stop lying on me and making me look like I'm the clown. I'm the toxic one. I'm the one doing something to you. Back to this relationship shit. It's like the last two relationships I've been in. Jamar this, Jamar that. In reality, it's weird because how I'm treated a certain way when these niggas want to be first. Stop playing with me. I never hopped in anybody's DM. I never hopped in anybody's Snapchat or any of that. I, didn't, I don't care to. I was more so focused on living my fucking life. These niggas wrote me. These niggas hit me up. These niggas begged to be with me. And when I declined it or said no, they want to get upset, cry and things like that and keep bagging. And then when I finally give in, niggas want to cheat on you and do you bogus. How does that make sense? How you cheat on somebody that you wanted first? Like, make that make sense. If you were going to do that, you could have just left me alone and did your whole shit on your own. Why bring me and my feelings and my emotions into it? And of course, when I find out, I'm going to be upset because why do me like that? I didn't expect that from you. Why hurt me? I didn't want this in the first place. Now that I'm finally giving in and I'm finally catching feelings. Not in the friendship level because we was friends. But actually being together now and like I'm actually falling at, you know, head over heels for you. You still you wanna do fuck shit and now I'm hurt and now like you fucked up the friendship. And this is why I'm always afraid of. When I'm cool with people, they said never cross their boundaries. I've been cool with certain people for a long time. I'm finally gave in at the expressing like I don't want this to fuck up our friendship. We have a good friendship. Like we're we're like close as fuck. Get together. And of course I know that you're a thought. We get together and you're being a thought in our relationship too. And now it's like, okay, i now I'm hurt as your partner. How do I expect to look at you as the same as my friend? Like, no. It hurts. Like it's so Annoying y'all. Nobody understand how I feel. Nobody ever ask how I'm doing. They always go to the person that does the shit, you know, rub their back, rub their feet, and basically congratulate them for being a bad person. And then when I reach out to like the family and things like that, they say they're neutral. I don't feel that way. I really don't feel that way. And I'm not throwing shade or anything, but this is my fucking podcast. I'm here to express how I feel, and I'm here to talk. I'm pretty sure they're going to listen and feel some type of way, but it is what it is. Either continue to tune in or exit stage left. Regardless, I don't care. That one view, I don't give a fuck it for. And It's already weird how basically people not really, you know, down for me or here for me. Like, it's it's fucking weird, bro. Like, I'm really a good person. Like anybody can ask my mom, my siblings, I'm a good person. And they're not only saying that because I'm their brother or son, but I really am a good person. Like My family even knows like I'm the nice one after a bunch. My mom, my sisters, my brother, they all can go 0 to 100 real quick. I'm like the innocent, cool one. But don't get it twisted. That 0 to 100 is in me too. But it takes a lot for me to get to that point. And every time I get in it with people, people always ask, well, what did you do to my brother? What did you do to my son? Because he's not going to react this way on a normal or a regular basis. And I'm not because I'm not that person. I'm a very positive, happy person. Like, I like to smile. Fuck that drama and negativity and whole shit. I don't like that. So why do me like that? And I'm always looked at in a bad light. I haven't had these individuals' friends hit me up. And tell me, like, damn, Jamar, I know that this shit was happening, bro. These people made it seem like you was the bad guy. But deep down, they're the bad guy. And oh, yeah, he sent me news and shit, too. Oh, yeah, he did this with me. He did that with me. He flew me out. He Ubered me. He did this, like, like weird shit. Like, bro, you lying on me. But these people actually see the real you now. Because it's coming out to the light. They didn't. They didn't know. All they believed was the fake tears and shit, and then you lying. I'm gonna kill myself, like, manipulate the situation, making people feel bad for you, and then making your partner look bad, making me look bad. Like, I did something, but I'm the one depressed, hurt, thinking about doing suicide and shit like that. But you want to manipulate the situation and text your friends and and call them and say, you want to do suicide. Jamar doing this and he's doing that. When in reality, it's fucking you. That's a fucking weird shit. That's weirdo. You're a weirdo. That's weird shit. And then you want to say, fuck me, fuck this, fuck that. Then when I finally move like that, it's a problem. Like, you're fucking weird. Like, I'm the type of person, I'm going to believe and remember everything you fucking say to me. Because everything you say to me is fucking true. Not true to me, but true to you. I feel like when you saying that shit out of anger, you mean that shit. And that's how I'm moving from now on. Like, fuck me? Okay, bitch, fuck you. How about that? No, it's going to be 50-50. I'm going to act the same way. Recuperate, reciprocate the situation. You act a certain way, I act a certain way. And that's the thing. I'm always so fucking quiet, bro. And nobody understands. Like, I'm tired of being quiet. I'm too fucking nice. I'm too fucking good of a person. And not to be on no cocky shit, but I got people that would take care of me. And not even take care of me as in, like, buy me, shit, and things like that. But take care of my heart. There's people willing to take care of Jamar. But I'm sitting here tolerating dudes that I think care. Dudes that I think I got a bond with. When in reality, there's females out here that want to take care of me. There's females I'm interested in. There's dudes that want to take care of me. And I'm tolerating certain situations. And I don't know why. I feel like I'm, I'm stopping my blessings. I'm blocking my blessings because I'm still trying to find the good in people. But where's the good? It's only getting worse. It's only getting bad. It's only a matter of time where I just snap. And when I finally do, I'm the bad guy. When I finally do curse and yell, I'm the bad fucking guy. I'm tired too. You can curse and yell. Why can't I curse and yell? You can get in my face, hit me, I'm going to beat that ass. But I don't tend to react that way for no reason. And I'm starting to have hate for certain people. And hate is a very strong word Word. But I'm starting to dislike people so fucking much. Like, nobody understands. Like, once I'm done with a certain individual, I hate the fuck out of you because you did me fucking bogus. And hate is a very strong word. But at this point, I don't care. That's how, that's how bad you dragged me through the fucking mud. That's how bad you made me look. Like, I'm starting to fucking hate people. Like, hate. And I'm saying that in the most harshest way ever. I'm starting to hate certain people. Like, I don't give a fuck about the people no more. And that's bad because I'm not that fucking type of person. My mama didn't raise me like that. My mama mama didn't raise me to hate people. God didn't want me to hate people. I'm a child of God and I know that's a bad word, but it hurts to know that these people put me through shit. Made me look toxic and bad when I'm the motherfucking innocent one. That shit blows me. I'm sorry. I had to speak on that. That's not even a part of my story time. That's just me speaking in general. In general. I'm sorry. I'm I'm tired. I'm too nice. I'm way too nice. But back to my story time. I've been in a long distance relationship for a while. You know, we've been sleeping on the phone, watching face. I mean, watching, you know, Movies and things like that on FaceTime. You know, being cute. Typical relationship, but long distance. We had each other's location. We trusted one another. Like, you have to have trust and a long distance relationship. You have to have patience. You have to have honest honesty. You have to have all that. And that's what we had. And we were just so happy. We was flying back and forth to each other's city. I'm sorry, y'all. Uh, I was interrupted by a phone call. But I'm back now. But anyways, to get back into the story time. uh, So the long-distance relationship was good at the beginning. Uh, we flew and saw each other. Uh, Yeah, we did. You know, we it was a good time. Like, we got to know each other's family, of course. Uh, My family really didn't care for this certain individual. Because they seen that it was a lot of malicious ways. I don't know how, but... Even my uncles and aunt, my uncle and my aunts told me, like, it was just something about the guy that they didn't like. And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way because, like, how do I be with this person if my family don't really care for them, you know? So anyways, long story short, uh, we decided that it was time to, like, you know, live together. It's been, you know, almost a year we was really, like, serious with everything, and we really liked each other. So, mind you, I'm not trying to put this person's business out or nothing like that, but the person did not have a job. All, the pers- all this person wanted to do was smoke and drink and play volleyball. And I don't care about the sports or nothing like that. I don't care what you do, but you got to have a job, you know? You know, me being stupid and crazy in love, I still decided to, you know, move. And so he was from, I'm from Indiana. He was from uh, L.A. We decided to move to Vegas because that's, that's the only way I was able to transfer from the casino in Indiana to Vegas. If that makes sense. Because we are owned by Vegas. Anyways, I was able to transfer. So it was easier for me to have my job. So we finally, we are finally, you know, living together. You know, it started good. You know, happy. But it's like everything started changing within that one week. And they say you really don't know someone until you move with them. And that's actually true. Uh, this individual, he was like very distant from me. We didn't sleep together in the bed. We didn't do nothing. And it was just like, I came here for what? You know, the individual didn't even like have a job. And like weeks been going on, weeks after weeks. And I'm just like, okay, what, what are you going to do? You know? And he just never got a job. And I was like, I'm not the one that's going to be stuck with these bills. Which I was. I had to reach out to a few friends and my mom to borrow money. Because, you know, it was our first few months in Vegas, you know. So I was not stacked how I was supposed to be. If that makes sense? But don't get it twisted. I was stacked enough to move to Vegas and, you know, get situated and buy things. But I wasn't stacked enough to, like, you you know, pay rent at the time. So, because I thought it was going to be split up between the two of us. Anyways, you know, he was just very distant. His brother also moved to Vegas with his girlfriend. They was also in a long-distance relationship. So, it was like, we all was going through the same shit, you know? We was all, you know, new to this long-distance shit, finally moving together. And the brother, he was cool. Like, I didn't have a problem with him. The girlfriend, was she was nice. Uh, We all used to hang and walk the strip together and things like that. But... Like, when everything started changing with me and this sudden individual, I started reaching out to the brother like, bro, your brother, he's like weird. Like, I feel like I'm wasting my time here. And the brother was saying, Jamar, just stay cool. He's probably homesick and things like that. I'm like, okay, I'm homesick too. And it's weird because you guys like three and a half hours away from your home, your mom, I'm a whole like 30 hours away from my mom back in Indiana. Like y'all close to, to y'all family. We could always go see y'all family, you know? And he was like, yeah, that's true, whatever. So, uh yeah, but come to find out, the individual that I was talking to, dating, whatever, he was a hoe in California. So, finally being tied down to a good guy, he couldn't handle that. And he was telling his friends this certain situation. He was telling his friends, like, he wasn't ready to commit. And it's just like, if you wasn't ready to commit, why waste my time? Like, bro, you don't understand. I left everything back home to come here with you like y'all i left my whole car like i had a new car i left it to my my family because you know the guy i was dating he had a car so why do we need two cars you know so i left my car i left my good ass job at the casino i was all i was actually going for manager. i was going for a due rate supervisor at the casino uh i was going to get that but I decided to leave that, my good work schedule, the money and all that behind to move out here with someone I thought really wanted the relationship and come to find out he wasn't ready to leave his hoes alone. And it bothered me a whole lot because it's like, bro, I'm starting from the bottom right now. Like you really wasted my time. Like I'm not the supervisor that want to be back in Indiana. I don't have my car and shit. Like you wasted my time, bro. And he was more so just saying, like, when I brought it up to him, he was saying, like, he's homesick. He wanted to start back going to school. Uh, he missed volleyball. And I'm like, bro, who's stopping you to go to school? Like, I want you to go to school. I'm starting school soon. And he just kept saying, like, I want to go to school in California. I'm not really ready for Vegas. And I am like, bro, why, why the fuck you waste my time? Like, you made me work all these fucking hours back at home. Y'all, I was working. Bro, I was working a lot of hours in one week. Like, y'all don't understand. I worked, I believe, like, 65 days straight to make ends meet for me to move from Indiana to Vegas. 65 days straight to be with someone that wasn't even ready to commit and be in, you know, the relationship. So, you know, another day came. And, you know, I'm getting hit up by different guys saying... Your your boyfriend is a hoe and things like that. Showing me, you know, OnlyFans and things like that. I'm like, damn, bro. Like, I didn't know you was like this. I didn't know any of this shit until I moved to Vegas. And it's like, damn. Like, I'm in a bad situation right now. Like, how do you live with someone that don't want you? And now you find out that they're, like, a hoe. It's just a lot, you know? So, after that... uh. Another time, I'm sorry, I'm everywhere with the story because I really don't care for the person. And I don't really care to tell the story, but I had a few people tell me to, to tell them about the long-distance relationship and how we ended and things like that. Because they seen it was a you know storm when we broke up. But, okay, one time we went to the gas station. He was pumping gas. His phone was open. I felt like he wanted me to see what I seen because it was open right in my face. So his phone was open. I didn't go through his phone, nothing. I looked down. And I seen a message that says something about Jamar. So I looked at the message thread. Because I'm like, it's my name. And it was meant for me to see it. He left it in my view for a reason. And the message said something like, "Uh, I'm not in this relationship no more. Blah, blah, blah. And his friend was saying, that's weird. Because you can't just randomly wake up one moment and say you don't want this person. Like, what's the issue? Why you don't want to be with Jamar anymore? And he was just saying, he's not all the way there. He's not happy. He missed his life in California. Things like that. Then another message came from the brother. And basically, it was, it was plotting to, like, use me, basically. The brother said, just stay in this relationship as long as you can. Just use Jamar if you don't want to be with him. And that upset me so much. I actually, like... I was cool with the friends on social media too. So I wrote the friends. I was talking to them. And they was like, Jamar, just calm down. They was like actually there for me because they know I wasted my time. And they was telling me like, bro, go home. Like, this not for you. He don't know what he want. I'm sorry that this happened to you. We don't we don't hate you or not like that. And I'm just, I was upset with the person I was dating and the brother because y'all planning to use me for what? Use me for what? And I was like pissed off. I was hurt I brought it up to the person I was dating the next day. And he was crying, saying he's sorry. He don't want the relationship and things like that. So I'm like, okay. I'm giving you a week to get, your sh- to get to shit and get out. Because the lease was in my name. Like, everything was in my name. So I'm like, okay. You want to leave me? You got to go home then. You want to go home? Go home. Like, I can do this shit on my own. Like, that's what these dudes don't understand. That's what these dudes or ladies don't understand. Like, I don't need anybody. Like, my mom is independent. I get that shit from her. I'm not going to fight to be with someone when I don't really need them, like you're not bringing me anything, and that's for any fucking relationship, even the ones I'm doing now, and you know things like that. Like I don't need you, bro. Like I was happy once upon a time, but you started doing fucked up shit. And now I don't, I don't care. You know, like the only thing you brought was happiness, but I didn't need your money, I didn't need your car, I didn't need your apartment, your house, nothing like that. I can do that shit on my own. I didn't need you for school. I got my A's on my own. I don't need you for nothing, you know? And that's what these guys need to understand. I feel like I've contributed more than these guys did in every relationship I've been in because one guy didn't have a job, things like that. The other guy never got, you know, I don't know. I just feel like I expose these individuals to certain things. Like you never traveled a day in your life. I helped you take your first trip. I paid for it. You never did this. You never did that. Like, I'm helping you guys. Like, stop playing with me. And then when I bring that shit up, it's like, it's like thrown it in my face, basically. Like, no, don't get it twisted, bitch. You only seen this shit and experienced the world because of me. And I'm, like, very, like, upset with this situation, y'all. Like, y'all don't understand. I'm very, like, upset on this topic because it's like, these guys are crazy, bro. Like, everybody wanted a story time, and we get it. And I'm just tired, y'all, like, being hurt, being used, being abused, all of the above. Tired. So, now, I'm just living my life for me. It's like, how can I live for somebody else? They can't even live for themselves. They can't even do me right. I can't do them right if they can't do me right. You know, why waste my time? Why waste your time? Like, come on, make it make sense. With that being said, I'm more so just focused on my school, job, my happiness, my health, just me. Because, like, if I'm not focused on me, I'm going to look stupid at the end, you know? And sorry for the people that actually want to get to know Jamar and actually take a chance with me and actually be there for me, take care of me. Not financially, but emotionally, physically, mentally, Relationship wise, like I turned down a lot of people for certain individuals that don't really give a fuck about me. And I feel like I'm wasting my time, you know, and I feel like I potentially wasted, you know, stopped my blessing from finding the one because I tolerated so much. And it's like I've grown, like I get this every day. My family tells me this, like, despite everything that this last individual did to me and said about me to their friends and family. My mom and all of them tell me all the time, like I'm handling it. Very, I'm handling it very fucking well because they can see the change in me. Yes, I'm upset. I'm talking upset, and I'm expressing to you guys that I'm mad. But I, I really am changing for the good for me. It's not for the relationships. They're not making me a bad person. They're changing me to find the right one, if that makes sense. I'm just tired. That's all. Tired of being a bad guy when I'm really not. Tired of looking like the bad guy when I'm the good one. But I'm bad to them because they don't want to look bad to their family and friends. It's all about an image, you know? But little do they know. I know the truth. They know the truth. They're not going to agree on it. They're going to lie because they don't want to look bad. They want me to look bad, but I know the truth. And karma is real. These certain individuals, the way they did me, someone's going to do them like that. And I'm not wishing it on them, but I wouldn't feel bad either. And that's that's where I'm at in life right now. Like, the people that did me bogus, I will not feel bad if karma, you know, took care of them, you know? And I'm not being heartless or anything, but did they feel bad for how they did me, for how they talked to me, before, for how they cheated on me, for how they used me? Like, no. So why should I feel bad? For what's about to happen to them. Because I believe in karma. Karma is real. And karma is my best friend. And I also believe in God. God takes care of his good people. And when you fuck over his good people, he's gonna show you, not in a bad way, but he's gonna remove me from that situation. And you're gonna be looking fucking stupid. And on no cocky shit, but like I said, I'm the best nigga out here, to me personally. I don't need nobody. But I'm pretty sure you ain't going to find another one like me. There's only one of me. There's only one Jamar. You might find another good looking one. They might have a nice body. Things like that. But what about the heart? What about riding for you? Why are you cheating? Things like that. You know? I look stupid at the end of the day. But you ne- you'll never find another me. And I mean that in the most humblest way possible. Because there's only one of me. But y'all, this story time, I'm done with it. I'm done with this toxic shit. You know, I got other things to focus on. My grandma in the hospital. These people not worth my time or attention right now. My attention, my time is for my grandma and my family at this moment. You know, we're going through a lot right now. So with that being said, fuck that story time. Forget these people. It's all about family right now. They need me, I need them, we need each other. You know, I did this because that's this is what everyone wants to hear. I did it. This is how I feel, you guys see. I'm not the bad guy. They're the bad guy. And a lot of y'all, a lot of y'all know that. A lot of y'all have reached out to me and told me like y'all were sorry for talking shit about me based on what certain people said about me, and I truly appreciate it. It's hard to trust anybody because you know, of this bad guy, this bad person. But it is what it is. You know, life goes on. I'm still doing me. I'm living life. School going good. Work going good. My life only only is going to get better. And like I said, if I was single forever, I don't feel like I will not be missing out on anything. Everything I have right now was because of me. I didn't need a nigga for an apartment. I didn't need a nigga to travel. I didn't need a nigga to enjoy life or to graduate school or to go back to school and graduate in the future. I, I don't need a nigga for any of that. All I need is myself. It may be a few supporters like my family, but other than that, a nigga ain't stopping shit. He ain't giving me shit. I don't need a nigga for nothing. All I need is myself. And that's Forever. Thank y'all for tuning in with this episode. Sorry if it rubbed a lot of y'all the wrong way. Do I care? Not really. This story was asked to be told and I told it. Uh like I said, I have a lot to say about certain situations. So if y'all have another like idea of what y'all wanna want me to talk about on my next episodes and things like that, feel free to, you know, write me on Snapchat or anything because I'm open to different ideas. This is very, you know cool to do i really wanted to get that off my chest uh, a lot of people probably out there you know listening and seeing like damn jamar going through all this shit like yeah you know and i'm not the bad guy these people are but they're gonna make it seem like i am you know And i'm not bashing nobody but it's the truth this is my story why would i lie i'm not a liar like these i'm not a liar like these dudes no But with that being said, thank y'all for tuning in. I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. Also, you know how Nicki Minaj and Cardi B and all them got a fan base. I'm thinking about, you know, since I'm I'm becoming like a little big with this podcast, I'm going to start my YouTube soon and things like that. I'm also thinking about making my own, you know, TikTok, doing funny things and all that. Because I feel like I'm a dope person. I'm going to do it. But I have a fan base name or I have a few names idea. I have a few ideas for names, if that makes sense. So I was thinking about you know, what about the royalties? Because I'm always carrying myself like a king, and everybody know me by like King Mar and things like that, Jamar Keith, you know things like that. So I was thinking about, uh, shout out to the the royalties or you know the ro- the royal team or the royal squad. I'm really leaning towards the royal squad. Like, what's up, royal squad? It's your boy Jamar. You know, shout out to my royal squad. Like when I go to you know BT Awards and you know when I release this EP, which I'm about to work on soon. I have a friend that invited me to the studio. I'm going to like record maybe like four to five songs, making an EP and, you know, put it out there by the summer. Uh, You know, if we ever get big, I become like a summer walker or something. You know, I want to win like you know Grammys and BET Awards. I'm be like shout out to my royal team, royal squad, you know things like that. You know what I'm saying? You know how Nicki got bars and you know there's Bardies and Barty gang and all. You know, it's the royal team, the royal squad. Like, what's up? Stop playing with us. We got the king and the queens in the building. What's up? You know, head king in charge. Like, <laughs> but yeah, thank y'all for tuning in. Uh, I'll see y'all next week for the next episode. Thank y'all. God bless. I love y'all. And continue to stay safe. Keep your mask on because COVID is real and it's getting worse. It's bad. And yeah, live your life to the fullest. Don't give niggas a time of day. And if you do tend to get in a relationship, make sure the person is really into it and in it like you are. That's advice from Jamar. I'll see y'all later. Royal squad. Bye.